It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Got a lot of news for you. Plus, we're going to hear from Alex Smith and Morgan Moses after the Washington football team season came to a disappointing end. But nevertheless, a good year overall and a lot of potential storylines heading into this offseason. Before we get to the news... Uh, On this particular episode, uh, we want to tell you that we are still doing as many episodes as we possibly can. Schedule might be a little bit off because uh, I'm now hosting from 3 until like 6.30, 7 o'clock, depending on the day, uh, on the Team 980 uh, and the Radio.com app and the Team980.com. Uh, Monday through Friday, uh, starting at 3 o'clock Eastern Time every day. Uh, And you can listen for free, again, anywhere, any phone, any browser, radio.com. Just go to the Team 980. It is the Washington football team's flagship radio station, meaning uh, we originate the broadcast, we produce the broadcast, we have the broadcast. It's the place you can listen to the broadcast um, with Bram Weinstein, Julie Donaldson, and D'Angelo Hall. So, uh, very happy about that. So uh, my schedule is a little bit um, kind of, you know, we're trying to settle down and we're trying to get stuff done as early as we can. But we've got a lot going on. We've got a lot going on. So um, just um, if you need some more of me now, we'll talk all sports, obviously, there. But we won't just talk Washington football on this particular podcast. We talk just about the Washington football team and the NFL a little bit uh, at large. By the way, speaking of the NFL at large, Urban Meyer, Jacksonville Jaguars, new head coach. So he does make the jump from the broadcast booth and from the college ranks to the NFL. And they have the number one overall pick and about 80, 85, $90 million worth of free agency. Uh, What does this mean for Jay Gruden? Well, I don't think it means anything good for Jay Gruden. Let's put it that way. Uh, You know, I, I would just say this. He's, you know... It's very, 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 very likely to not be back in Jacksonville. I mean, I guess there's always a chance. uh, But based on some people that I talked to, there's very, very good chance uh, that Jay Gruden is not going to stick around uh, with Urban Meyer. What about Gardner Minshew, huh? If they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence, number one overall, is Gardner Minshew going to stay around? Uh, They have Mike Lennon. Uh, right now. I mean, we don't know what Urban Meyer thinks, likes, who he wants. Uh, so maybe that's a possibility. A little Minshew mania potentially uh, being available. We'll see. We'll see about that. So that's the big NFL news. Uh, there's lots of other NFL news. We'll try and button that up uh, as we go along here. But first, we start off with the news on the Washington football team. So on Thursday, 
Ron Rivera and select staff members, not sure exactly who was in on this, met with Ryan Cowden, the vice president of player personnel for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Ryan Cowden was with the Carolina Panthers for a long time, up until uh, 2016, I believe, is when he went to the Tennessee Titans. Not exactly sure why that transition happened. Uh, that's something I still have to poke my head around on. But Ryan Cowden interviewing for the Washington football team's general manager position on Thursday. Now, Ron Rivera and Cowden have obviously worked together. And as we discussed on a previous episode, I believe on the last episode, although everything's kind of running together, you know, Cowden, very much a great scouting background. There is no denying that he acquired or helped acquire or helped to draft some really, really, really good talent. The only question that I have, the only problem that I have is Ryan Cowden has never been an assistant GM or a general manager. And maybe that's not his fault. I'm not saying it is, but I mean, it is what it is. It's the reality of the situation. And I've been told all along by multiple people that Ron needs help really in the administrative and the business area and the things that go into being a general manager in the NFL that you don't have to worry about when you're just the head coach. And you might be saying, well, well what are you talking about, right? Well, here's the thing. Ron Rivera himself said, quote, there's so much operational stuff that's involved as well when asked about the GM position. There's more to this position than meets the eye. There's a lot to it. This is not just picking players and making decisions on contracts or hiring coaches or what have you. It is a big task. You know why Ron is saying that? Because Ron had to do a lot of that, if not all of it, this year. And Rob Rogers, who's their cap and contract guy, helped him out. You know, but Rob Rogers got his hands full, too. Dealing with agents, contracts, salary cap, uh, all sorts of different crunching of numbers and all that. Remember, they didn't have Eric Schaefer, right? Eric Schaefer and the team mutually parted ways. So Ron had to deal with a lot of this stuff that a guy like Jay Gruden never had to worry about because he had... Rightly or wrongly, Bruce Allen. Uh, and this was why I was so disappointed that they didn't hire a GM, an assistant GM, a president right away, a senior vice president. I mean, they hired eventually Jason Wright, but Jason Wright is not really, my understanding, is not really doing anything on the football side. I mean, not even like caps, contracts, business operations in terms of the league. Like he's doing business operations for the franchise, name, stadium, uh, marketing, uh, business, making, you know, merchandising, all that stuff. So there's a lot to do with. And so if you're going to talk to Ryan Cowden, which they already did, you have to remember if he's going to get this job, Ron Rivera is not really accomplishing somebody uh, or hiring somebody that is experienced in the role that he is spelling out and that I've heard all along he needs the most help in. Uh, I've heard he regularly consults with Brandon Bean, the Bills general manager, and Marty Herney, now the former Carolina Panther GM, on a regular, regular basis about all the business and administrative stuff that you have to take care of as a general manager. And again, stuff is just the best way for me to put it. But Ron said it himself on 106.7 The Fan earlier this week. There's so much operational stuff that's involved as well. 
There's a lot to it. That's why Kyle Smith, in addition, well, that's one of the reasons why Kyle Smith is no chance at getting this job. I mean, almost no chance. I, I, and I would say no chance. I mean, I, I generally shouldn't rule out something 100% because you never know. But I would say almost no chance. But, you know, Kyle Smith doesn't have any experience in that area. He's got, he's a scout. Well, neither does Ryan Cowden. Now, now Cowden, I'm sure, has more savvy and experience maybe than Kyle Smith because he's been around twice as long or almost twice as long. So maybe he's picked up some of that from Brandon Mee. I don't know, but he's never done it before. And that leads us to Martin Mayhew, who is expected to meet with the Washington football team on Friday or Saturday. Former Lions GM, worked in three different roles with the Lions, obviously ran the ship there from 2008 through 2016 uh, as the top man in football operations, did a pretty decent job with the draft. Stafford and Dominican Sue ran the front office, hired coaches, ran, you know, and, and helped facilitate contracts and roster management practice squad and all the different you know provisions and rules and collect and just all the different especially this year i mean think about it the worst possible year that ron could have taken over with everything i mean just an absolute debacle of epic proportions and ron was largely doing it not completely by himself but ron in a lot of ways was doing a lot of this for the first time and by himself so that's something to keep in mind here, too. Martin Mayhew has represented by Frank Bauer, who is also Ron Rivera's agent. Now, there was a report in the Post earlier this week that Ryan Cowden was represented by Bauer as well. That is incorrect from what I'm told. So just Martin Mayhew is out of those two guys. Um, now, there's other candidates. Joe Shane, the assistant GM for Brandon Bean and the Buffalo Bills. I fully expect them to talk to him maybe once their season is over. And maybe that happens Saturday night against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Uh, but so far, there's been no report and rumor that Joe Shane has been officially uh, granted permission or is going to talk to them. But Brandon Bean and Ron Rivera, again, are really, really tight. And while Joe Shane and Ron Rivera haven't actually worked together, they both work together for, or they both work for the Carolina Panthers. Shane is again, Bean's right-hand man. And if Bean says Shane is ready and he has, and if he's telling Ron that, I can't imagine that they don't at least talk to him. At least talk. And again, he's been an assistant GM. He's been an assistant GM which makes a huge difference. He's dealing with a lot of the stuff that, quite honestly, Ryan Cowden doesn't have experience, that, that Kyle Smith doesn't have experience in. I'm just being as honest as I can. He's doing that stuff for Buffalo and for Brandon Bean. Uh, and then we also had the Marty Herney factor. Now, maybe Ron doesn't have to talk to Marty Herney. I don't know because... You know, they're so familiar with each other and they work together for so long. I, I can't imagine that there's a whole lot that Ron doesn't know about Marty Herney. I mean, I guess the only thing that I would say is, does Marty Herney really want to do this? And if we hire you, do you want to be a full-time GM? Do you want to be a senior personnel executive? Um, you know, do you want to, wh you know, what do you want to do? Um, so, um, you know, I, I, would, I would just say this, there's... It's, I don't know if you have, again, I don't know if you have to interview Marty Herney. Maybe you interview everyone else to see if you like anybody but Marty Herney or anybody better than Marty Herney. 
maybe, again, Marty Herney doesn't want to be the GM and help Ron in those administrative areas that he's talking about. And again, Marty wants to be like a senior personnel consultant or something like a senior personnel executive. We'll see. Ian Rappaport, late Thursday afternoon, early Thursday evening, reported two new names mixed into the pile here. One, Chargers Director of Player Personnel JoJo Wooden, who has uh, run the pro and college scouting department for the LA Chargers currently and in recent years. Of course, you know they have a coaching change. But, you know, this is the team that just drafted Justin Herbert. When a lot of teams and a lot of people in the draft community were down on Justin Herbert. And he had a fantastic year. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be a stud for long in his NFL career. We don't know. One year is not make a career. But he's off to a damn good start. And a lot of people were down in the scouting community, media, and teams on Justin Herbert. One team, maybe there were others, one team really liked him. And that was the Chargers. And that was JoJo Wooden. So you have that. And as well, they've drafted generally pretty well. Uh, Keenan Allen and, you know, uh, different guys. I have to look at how long JoJo Wooden has been there. I don't know the answer to that, uh, quite honestly. But you know that he's been involved in at least the drafting of Justin Herbert. On top of that, on top of that, what you also have is a situation where the Washington football team is planning on or expecting to or trying to interview Nick Polk, P-O-L-K, Polk, Nick Polk. Uh, he is the Atlanta Falcons director of football operations. Uh, he's been there for almost two decades. Uh, I don't know exactly what a director of football operation does compared to uh, everything else. I think... I think, and, and every team defines it a little bit differently. Um, that is, you know, it, it's basically, it's a liaison position to a lot of different people, right? To the GM, to uh, the head coach, uh, to the front office, to the scouts, basically kind of organizing, overseeing a lot of different things. That's generally what it means. Uh, I don't know anything about him other than what Rappaport has said and reported, uh, but here's the bottom line. If he was so good and so ready to be a GM, you have to kind of wonder why Atlanta, who he's been there for, with forever, didn't hire him. And instead, they're reportedly going to hire uh, Terry Fontenot, uh, who comes in from the New Orleans Saints. Now, listen, I, you can hire whoever you want to hire. But the point of the matter is, if he's so good, if he knows what he's doing, if he's ready to be a GM, you kind of wonder why Atlanta didn't hire, right, and promote from within. And not everybody that gets promoted from within has the same exact ideology as the people that were fired before. We've seen that in a ton of different sports. So uh, just keep that in mind. So two new names added to the mix, Nick Polk and also, also Chargers director of player personnel, JoJo Wooden. Uh, in other news, Urban Meyer's hiring, uh, again, we mentioned potentially for Jay Gruden. That puts him out. Also, you got to now consider maybe Dwayne Haskins goes there, right? Maybe, who knows? Uh, but they have Gardner Minshew and Mike Lennon, as we kind of touched on. I don't think we did the Dwayne Haskins thing earlier in the show. I think we mentioned the uh, Jay Gruden element. And also Alabama quarterback Mac Jones is going to the NFL. He declared 
uh, today after winning a national championship um, for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And so uh, the bottom line is this. He is going to be in the mix and consideration at number 19 for the Washington football team. I'm not quite ready uh, to necessarily say yay or nay. I, I like some of what I've seen, uh, certainly, but a mm, little, little bit nervous uh, about other things that I've seen. Um, so we will talk about that. All right, so let's just wrap up this very long segment and just tell you that Alex Smith is coming up here on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. We'll do that next uh, right here on LOWFT. All right, guys, I'm Chris Russell. When it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. You know, I'm trying to get back in shape, and it is not easy when you're doing all these jobs and doing all this Washington football talk and the podcast and the radio show and writing and all that good stuff. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to check out my friends at Echelon because Echelon can get you there. They offer the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines. I love a rowing machine and their Echelon Stride Smart treadmill no matter what your favorite football uh foot fitness rather activity is echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home and they'll have world-class instructors daily live and on-demand studio level classes and check this out one membership to echelon allows up to five family members to all work out at the same time go to echelonfit.com slash locked on that's echelon E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on and get yourself fit today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. And as you know, 2021 is here, guys. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to the Locked On Bets Podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets Podcast wherever you get your podcast, including the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Straight out to Alex Smith, who spoke on Sunday of this past week to the media after not playing on Saturday night in the playoff game. What does his future hold for number 11? Hey, Alex, hey, Alex. Uh, how tough was it for you to not be able to suit up for that wild card game? Yeah. Um, like really, really difficult, really difficult. Um, you know, frustrating in the sense that I'd felt, I I'd felt so good and I felt like I'd come so far you know, through the Pittsburgh game and then to like kind of literally, I feel like, you know, kind of limp, limping in a little bit and fighting through this, um, you know, most recent deal and it just kind of being nagging and sticking around. That definitely uh, frustrating. Then obviously you have to sit there and, and, and not be suited up and, you know, not not hold up your end uh, to the team. Obviously it's, it's uh, yeah, not, not where you want to be. 
And it, that was the jagged nature and, and the lingering injury here. Has that changed how you feel about the comeback at all and kind of where you put yourself? Uh, I mean, no, I mean, no, it has nothing to do with, you know, uh, obviously everything. My, it has nothing to do with my limb salvage. It has nothing to do with any of that. Obviously, it happens to be on the same leg. So, I, I, um, no, this was a completely separate deal. That, that That's football. You know, football is a physical game and, and injuries are a part of it. Um, obviously it's not, it's not the way you want to finish out a season, you know? So in that sense, it's, it's frustrating, but bigger picture to be back playing and rolling, um, and to even be in this situation is something that, that if, uh, you had presented that to me, you know, a year ago, two years ago, obviously I, I would have uh, jumped at. So. Alex, hey, was there a point that you thought you would be able to go yesterday? Yeah, that, that was obviously, uh, you know, a lot of conversation with, with coach, um, especially towards the end of the week that I, I did f- obviously feel like I could roll and, and told him that, um, you know, what, to what capacity, that was obviously the biggest question, you know, through the Philly game for me, there definitely was a, a, a big difference between the first half and the second half and, and how, you know, how I obviously dealt with the pounding and the running. Um, it definitely affected me in that second half. And that, that was really the thought process that, you know, I was willing to absolutely go out there, but, coach felt with the you know their defense the pressure they brought their defensive line that you know just wasn't fair and and uh obviously you know to go with Taylor and his ability obviously to to use his legs and that I I couldn't you know do that it was gonna I was gonna be limited uh certainly as you kind of saw obviously in, in the week prior and, and really gonna kind of be a pocket game um so and and I and I totally get that uh to- totally understood it but um obviously yeah, that's kind of where I was at. And, and it's, it's obviously not a, not a place you want to be. You, you don't ever want to go out there limited, um, but, but certainly obviously something that, that I was willing to do, um, you know, if, if needed. Yeah, Alex, Alex would something – I, I was just going to say, is would something have sat right with you if your last play had been that one against Houston a couple of years ago and you didn't get to go out on your own terms? I don't – you know, again, like to – to me, it was more about the attempt and the journey than the outcome. If I if I had to come up short, uh, trying to trying to come back, then I, I mean I would have I would have slept just fine at night knowing I knowing I tried. Um, to me, it was more about that mindset of actually uh, putting myself out there and and attempting and really really attempting this. Um, you know that that was it. Whether or not it actually happened, I, I, I think. Um, wasn't wasn't the important thing certainly I'm, I'm lucky and grateful and so thankful that it has it, you know obviously that I'm here right now so uh but no uh, I'd be fine if it didn't too to me it was really about the pursuit Alex do you want to keep playing do you do you still envision yourself as a starter in this league and keep going I had I had so much fun this year especially given all the COVID stuff and and uh but um to be back in the locker room to be on the field with the guys to be playing a game I love and to lose yourself in it, um, it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. You cannot duplicate it outside of here. And, uh, you know, for me, I, I'm going to take a few weeks. Uh, my wife has been through a lot. My family, certainly, I'm going to take their input. Um, but but that's something that, um, you know, right now, again, obviously still just uh, living in the moment and, and not getting ahead of myself. That, that's for another time and place.
Two more. Alex, how rewarding was this season for you and your family and the example you set for so many people across the world of just the fact of never giving up? Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's not why I was doing this, you know. Um, it, it really, it was, it was um, you know, obviously I, things that kept going. I wanted, I wanted to see what, what I had left. Um, and if I could, as scary as it seemed, um, you know, and, and I wanted to come back and, and play and be a part of this and all the amazing things that come with this game. Um, thankful that it, that it did, you know, and certainly I know how much guys, other guys' injuries and rehabs have meant to me. You know, I've, I've named a few in the past, you know, Jalen, how much I look, I looked up to Jalen and what he did and, and how much it helped me. So certainly if you, if you ever could be a link in that chain, uh, going forward, obviously that, that, that would be amazing. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, um, again, it's, it's hard, you know, obviously the season ended, uh, yesterday. So just still kind of digesting it all and, and, uh, taking it in. Alex, how much do you play, uh, with your calf? How does that factor into your decision of, of whether you would want to play? Like, would that not you if, you know, your last game, technically you, you couldn't play because of the calf injury? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it was to call it a calf injury again. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to get into a lot of the specifics, but like, that's obviously just what we're, you know, getting tagged at. It was obviously a, a little more complicated than that. Um, but no, I mean, I, again, uh, I'm, I'm going to get away and, and uh, you know, obviously with a clear head and, and uh, sit down and go over everything and, and, you know, make the best decision. So, um, but again, obviously I, I, I can't say it again that how much I uh, love the opportunity to 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 be here, part of this team, to get back out there and 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 uh, obviously play this amazing game. All right, once again, that is a part of Alex Smith. Thanks to WashingtonFootball.com. We'll come back, wrap up the show with Morgan Moses, a small part of Morgan Moses, number seventy-six, starting right tackle and one of the leaders of this football team uh, heading into the offseason. A tough emotional season for him, losing his dad. Uh, and playing you know, pretty solid football uh, for the most part for the Washington football team. I'm Chris Russell. We are brought to you by rockauto.com. Guys, if you have a car or a truck, and let's face it, you pretty much have one or the other, right? Foreign or domestic, old or new, go to rockauto.com. That's right, rockauto.com. Their catalog is unique easy to navigate. They have all the parts available for your car or truck. And if they don't have it, they'll get it for you. If you need, again, a major part like a fuel pump or something like that, a new exhaust system, you can easily get it. And at the best prices, why? Because they don't have the overhead that the big auto parts superstores have. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. When you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you again go to rockauto.com we've been telling you about them for a long long time i go there rockauto.com you should go there as well trust me you will not you will not regret that decision rockauto.com all right and before we get back to the show betonline.ag is your spot, right? Big, big weekend in the NFL playoffs. Four big games. And kind of love the Green Bay Packers 
Minus the six and a half over the Rams if you smell what I'm cooking, and I think I'm going to lay some jack down on that game at betonline.ag. Sign up today, guys, at betonline.ag for a free account and use the promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus. You have NFL playoffs, uh, college football is done, but you have college basketball, you have the NBA if they ever play any games, NHL, and more. You don't have to sit on the sidelines. You should get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. At Bet Online, your online sports book experts. All right, I'm Chris Russell. We wrap up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with Morgan Moses. Morgan, what'd you make of Taylor Heineke's day? Um, I think, man, the 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 guy's an uh, awesome football player, number one. You know, I've had the chance to watch him in his ODU days, obviously playing in Virginia. So um, I think, shoot, the kid, I think he threw for like 750 yards one, one game. So, um, you know, I knew he I knew he had it in him. Obviously, when we, we played against Carolina and he came in and, gave, and drove the ball down the field, um, it's some things that you just can't teach. And uh, he has that it factor and uh, you can't teach that. When you were watching him back in Virginia, you knew he had he had this in him. I mean, obviously, you don't know what, what it'll pan out to in the NFL. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.